on today's show, I talk to Whitney about her Disneyland trip report. This is WWDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 160. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of WRWDW.com, the Disney World planning website. On today's show, we are doing a trip report. A little bit different though, we're talking Disneyland, not Disney World. Whitney reached out to me a while back about her Disneyland trip. And the first thing she told me was, nobody does trip reports on Disneyland. It's really hard to find somebody who gives a day-to-day, you know, account of how their trip went at this particular park, everybody's Disney World. And Disneyland is very, very different as far as planning goes. So if you're a Disney World person and you're thinking about Disneyland, this might be a trip for you. You just left trip reports. Definitely one for you because she runs into like every character imaginable, which is really such a fun part of Disneyland versus Disney World as you're just running into characters all the time and different characters than what you might find at Disney World. So there's that. She talks about the more laid back aspect of planning. Planning is very different. You're not up at, you know, 5, 6 a.m., depending on where you live, to book dining reservations months in advance. So very different. Genie Plus was even different, how it worked, how she was able to use it. So this is really a fun and interesting trip report if you're thinking Disneyland, but also just a lot of fun. Um, Whitney's a a really fun person to talk to. She had a great time on her trip with her family. And so I think you guys are going to love this one. So I'm just going to go ahead and let Whitney take it away. Hey, Whitney, how are you? Hi, morning. I'm good. How are you? Great. I am excited to talk to you about something a little bit different. Disneyland. Yeah. This time when you reached out, your pitch was great. You, you said something <laughs> along the lines of you were like, there's so many planning resources for Disney World and we've done Disney World. I'm doing Disneyland and there's not a whole lot out there. And so I'd love to talk about that. And I was sold. That was a great pitch. (laughs) That was a great pitch because you're right. You're right. There really isn't a ton about Disneyland. So first, let's start with uh, where you're from and the dates of your trip to Disneyland. Sure. So we're from the Chicagoland area. Our trip to Southern California actually was an entire week, but our portion for Disneyland was really just from Wednesday through Saturday is when we flew home. So the trip in land was much shorter, but we were in Southern California a full week. Okay. So it was end of March, right? So the, I'm looking here, the 29th. 30th, 31st, and April 1st. Those were the days we were in Disneyland. Yeah. In Disneyland. All right. And how many people are going? Who's going on this Disneyland trip with you? So the land trip is just me, my husband, and then my daughter, who is a second grader. So she's seven. Okay, great. Now, have you guys done Disney World before? We did. We did Disney World last spring. So we did a full week, five days in the park, stayed on property in World last spring. Came back and definitely had the Disney blues and we're pitching around. You had another the Disney trip. fever. Oh, yeah. had the fever. Full on had the fever. In doing that, though, we had already planned. We were going to Southern California to San Diego because my in-laws snowbird. They're from Wisconsin. And so they pick a different city every year and they pick San Diego. So we said, oh, we're going there. There were no plans for Disneyland. And we just I didn't think about how close Anaheim is to San Diego until our neighbors behind us actually this past fall went to Disneyland and when they were talking about it I was like wait a minute this is right here wait a minute (laughs) I used to live in San Diego and went to Disneyland all the time like a million years ago 
so yeah, it, it is, it's not too bad of a drive from San Diego. It's not yeah. too bad of a drive at all. So I said to my husband, you know, I approached him, I was like, so how would you feel about <laughs> going to, and he was like, yeah, let's do it. So There's he had, did he have Disney fever too? It wasn't just you. It was everybody. It wasn't, wasn't just me actually at World. What shocked me is I, I did all the planning for the first trip. Like he kind of got involved and was there, but he was the first one, actually not my daughter, not me. He was the first one that was like, we need to do this again. Okay, that's fine. My husband was the same way with like our first big family trip. And I wasn't expecting like I knew that I was like that. I wasn't necessarily expecting him to be like, it's not if we come back, it's when we come. like I remember him saying that like our first the first time I took him, I was like, oh, he's got the fever. He's got the fever. We're <laughs> going to do fever. this again. Yeah. So yeah, that's exactly. So he was he was on board and he said, you know, and it turns out their condo, they were renting a condo in San Diego and it ended on Thursday. So we would have to leave their place anyways. Okay. So I was like, this is perfect. Let's just tag on some, let's do two park. There's two parks. Let's do two park days. Okay. All right. So this is, uh, this is great that you guys were in Disney world not that long ago, because I would love to hear about the planning process and how they compare. Cause it's very, it's very, very different. And I, it's been a few years since I've been to Disneyland. Obviously, I focus on Disney World, but people often ask me and I'm like, it's like you can't go by my resources for Disneyland because it is so, so different. So talk to me about planning for Disneyland. Where did you start and what were some of the big differences you found with Disney World versus Disneyland? Sure. So obviously, you know, I did a deep dive for World and I looked at you know, podcasts and, you know, podcasts and Facebook groups and various vloggers and that. So when we decided land, I said, oh, I'm going to dive into the same resources. And I dug through podcasts to see if there were trip reports. There aren't. And I kind of started going through a different, you know, little bit. I found a couple of vloggers, actually one of who I saw in the park while we were there. Oh, who was it? Fresh baked. We saw oh, fresh baked. Okay. And I almost was one of those people who yelled out, fresh baked. And then I stopped. So <laughs> I might look really awkward in downtown Disney on his footage in like a week. I look awkward in like my own stuff. So don't <laughs> worry about it. You're there good. You go. Yeah. So so I followed him. I followed Park Pass Pro. But so we started watching All Ears and then Mammoth have started doing Disneyland content. So that helped. They still weren't trip reports. They weren't, you don't get a real feel for the pacing. Very amusing. Carly Wiesel's podcast did do a deep dive on land once I started kind of getting into it. So that helped. But the you don't wake up at five in the morning or four in the morning, whatever to do dining reservations that we weren't competing for a ton of ADRs for this either. I only was doing one, so I, I didn't have to do it anyways. But it didn't, you know, when I was calling, I asked them, I said, you know, when I set up my reservation, do, do is it the same thing? Is it the same time? I couldn't find out. They were like, no, they don't really all, they're not all available. It's 60 days out. Just kind of good luck and check back. And it was like, interesting. Yeah. So you don't have to set your alarm and fight with a million other people trying to get that one spot for that one restaurant that no. literally everyone's trying to get. We did that. I did the whole like space 220, all that. <laughs> as well. We did not have yeah. to do that kind of competition. Now I wasn't going for a very like hot restaurant for Disneyland, but that kind of wasn't the same. When we bought our tickets, we did do our package through Disney. We got our hotel reservations. We were staying on property from the time we reserved to when we actually went, they changed it and opened up early entrance again, the extra magic. When we originally booked, there's only three Disneyland properties. The rest are actually all good neighbor resorts. So that was a very different research 
process of figuring out because you can walk to the parks. Yeah. And you can walk to the parks from hotels that aren't Disney hotels yes. when you're in Disneyland, which is also very, very different. Yeah. So we originally weren't going to stay on property. We were originally doing a good neighbor because when we originally were booking and looking at it, they didn't have early access like that wasn't we're rope droppers. So that wasn't a benefit. So we were originally looking at that and then they changed the rules and they brought it back. So it's a half an hour in Disneyland, but only for the three hotels. Okay. So same as Disney world, you get that 30 minutes before regular park opening. Right. But instead of it being, I don't know, however billion hotels (laughs) they have, it's three. So it, it definitely was a, you know, a very big benefit. So we said, you know what? No, 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 no. Okay. We're going to, we're going to do this. And we grabbed our tickets right before Disney did a price hike last fall. Oh, so we were able to good, get that. Yeah. We nabbed it before they price hiked and we got it while they still had, you could get the genie plus in advance. So that all packaged together. And I said, can we do the grand Californian please? So we stayed at the Grand Grand Californian. Oh, awesome. That hotel is beautiful. It's gorgeous. I've never stayed there. I just am a lurker, like, you know, walking around in the lobby and stuff. You have to. If you go and you don't stay, you still should lurk and go walk because you have access to it. (laughs) It's gorgeous. I mean, it is beautiful. And you have a private entrance into DCA. Right. And we'll get into that. But that was, I mean, just like chef's kiss. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So don't want to get like too if you're not comfortable sharing but like price wise how did staying there compare to staying at disney world and especially grand california that's an expensive resort it that was a bigger jump so when we stayed at disney world we stayed at a value we stayed at pop when we so obviously this is a deluxe versus a value so it was substantially more but then again we only stayed four days versus an entire week. Okay. So price wise, I mean, it kind of balanced out. We also, in our experience, learned we are target red card holders, which you get a 5% off discount for everything, including Disney gift cards. So we utilized that and purchased gift cards, which we paid our tickets, our hotel, Genie Plus, and actually, honestly, most of our food we did through that. So that we learned you know, takes another 5% off of everything. So all in, we could have done the trip and saved at least probably $1,500 if we had stayed at a good neighbor. But we said, you know what, like, could we? Sure. Let's save walking an extra 10 minutes. Um, And actually the good neighbor we wanted to try to get, we weren't able to get. So I said, you know what, just. There are a lot of partner hotels, the good neighbor hotels for Disneyland. There are a lot of them. And they're spread all over. So you need to kind of look and they're all walking distance. You know, the vast majority are. And if they're not, they have shuttles. Yes. Yeah. So if you can't walk, you've got shuttle options. Or you can walk to like, there's a good amount of them. There is an extra lot for Disneyland parking, the Toy Story lot. You can walk to that lot and take the Toy Story shuttle. So there, there were options um, but then I just the siren song of staying in the bubble called us in. <laughs> okay, so other than researching the options for resorts and things like that, was there anything else that you really had to do ahead of time for Disneyland? How you actually park strategize is a little different. The way Genie Plus Genie Plus Funk, from everyone, everyone said Genie Plus functions how it's supposed to function in grabbing lightning lanes in Disneyland versus Disney World. 
and the rules and how it functions are different. So there's no waking up at 7 a.m. to grab lightning lanes. First of all, you're in line at 6.50 anyways, but you can't start booking lightning lanes until you enter the park. And even then, I mean, for most rides, you could watch it, and there was a pretty immediate return time, and we're there spring break. So you're not, you know, racing for the slinky dog because it's gone in five seconds. There's none of that panic of you can't get into an elevator because you're not going to get rise. I mean, you'll hear we booked our rise at, I don't know, one thirty, and we only grabbed an individual lightning lane for that because it went down for a period of time. And I was like, that line's never going down today when it comes back up. So we weren't racing for those. We, you know, and in some cases I was like, I'm not going to even grab one right now because I like, I know we may ride it twice. So let's save it. So how to use Jeannie and kind of the strategies for that and like where to rope drop was different. And then also you get all of your photo passes. So that was nice. It's included in land. Kind of. I mean, it's not, you don't get full photo pass now, but like it's a new thing at Disney World where you get ride photos if you buy Genie Plus, but you don't get all of your photo pass photos. You only get the ride ones at Disney World. So you get all of them at Disneyland. Like if you stop at a photographer, you get all of those. Amazing. Yeah. That's great. Which is nice because we did not do that in World. We just didn't, we just took our own. So this is the first time we really had it. And I was like, no, we're going to use it. It's here. So that was, that was another difference. So I actually looked a little bit where like PhotoPass was. So those are sort of the biggest differences in kind of pacing and how to do it. And then otherwise I just kind of stocked lines for the week before to see like, oh no, okay, really? Indiana Jones, India, there were certain ones, Indiana Jones, that lightning lane booked up really, really fast. Roger Rabbit also books up quickly, which I was like, those are not, okay, fine. <laughs> Whereas, you know, Jungle Cruise never really got a thing. They also have fewer options for lightning lanes. That was the other area of strategizing that I was like, we have to do standby if we're doing, for example, Alice in Wonderland is like my daughter's like favorite. So I knew we were going to ride Alice as a dark ride there. You cannot get a lightning lane for it. You have to do standby. So for some of them, I was like, I don't really want to like 45 minutes for a little dark ride right now. So, and then for us, the other thing was we had just been to world. So there are, there are differences. Like pirates is different. A haunted mansion. I was surprised is a lot. I was just like, Oh, it's just got the hat box. No, it's different. So for that a little bit was, I was like, guys, do we want to do Peter Pan again? Because if we do, we have to rope drop Peter Pan because um, that line will never drop. So if we do, if that's not a priority because we just did it, then we're going to rope drop something different. So okay. it was a, a little bit of that too. Okay. That's interesting. And I like, I tomorrow morning, like super early and flying to Disney World and my flight leaves at 6am central time which is exactly when I would have to start booking. So I'm like, actually it leaves 10 to six. So I'm like crossing my fingers that the flight is still on the ground at 6 a.m. So I can be on my phone because with Disney World, it's like I have to. I have to at 7 a.m. Eastern time. I have to be booking stuff. So that's really great to hear that you did not have that Mm -hmm. same kind of pressure for Disneyland, you were able yeah. to just kind yeah. of do things as you went with a few exceptions that you knew ahead of time. Yeah. All right. If we want to do this, we have to like, you know, plan to rope drop or, you know, come up with a plan for that. Right. 
Okay, so let's actually get into your trip now, huh? So, um, let's talk about your first. So the first half of your vacation you spent with family in San Diego. Yes. You head to Disney. Talk to me about your first day there at uh, Disneyland. Sure. So we actually are, are, are getting from San Diego to land ended up being a bit of a kerfuffle. We were going to take, there's an Amtrak. There had been a mudslide, so tracks were down. We got a call that morning, and they were like, guess what? Your train is canceled. We ended up getting an, a lift that we took from San Diego to Anaheim, which got us there a little bit early. We were originally planning to get to Disneyland at about 4 o'clock was when our Amtrak was going to get there. So because of all the changes, we got there closer to 2. We had done online check-in, but so I, I walked up and I was like, we're here several hours early. Um, and they said, no worries. They pixie dusted us and moved us from a standard room to a deluxe. Ooh, very nice. A very nice change. Yeah. So we, it, it, it kicked us pretty far from the lobby, but that was fine. It kind of has long arms, the resort. And so where they moved our room was on the fifth floor, kind of above downtown Disney is attached it's, it's their Disney Springs that's attached to Grand Californian. We were above World of Disney. And so from our room, we could see the train station. I could see Space Mountain. I could see the Matterhorn. And that meant we had a perfect view of the fireworks. From your room. Oh, from very our room. cool. Yeah. So that was, that was a very nice. Ah, that was another difference with land and world. Land does not have fireworks or nighttime shows every single night. During holidays and spring break, it is. But because it's in Anaheim, uh, they can't do fireworks every night. So you had to pay attention to that. We were okay. But yeah, we had the perfect view. So we checked in. And then from there, we had my daughter really wanted to make a lightsaber, but not like a Savi's workshop lightsaber. Our neighbors had just done World and the son got a Savi's light. And she was like, it's very cool, but you're not allowed to play with it. And I was like, we're not buying crazy expensive (laughs) lightsaber. So cool. She's like, I want one of the plastic ones. For Mom. a seven-year-old, right? You're, For a seven-year-old. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 No, our nine-year-old, they did it. They were like, oh, and she was like, it's really for my husband. I was yeah. Like, yeah, no, I know. I know. It's fine. But they have in Disney, in, in downtown Disney, there is a Star Wars trading outpost, like, store that you can do. It's the same setup that's in the store outside of kind of Star Tours in Hollywood Studios and the same here in Disneyland. So, I, you know, we went and did that. I really wanted to get churro-flavored toffee, which I know is a thing there, which I went and got that for myself and some neighbors. And then we did World of Disney. My daughter had a gift card that we're like, you can use this at any point, but once you burn it, it's done. <laughs> she, she burned it right then. She was of course. Like, getting, yeah. Like, okay, the cool. money was burning a hole in her pocket. She, she really had was. To, yeah, yeah. She had to do it. She had. I liked her choice. She got herself, like, one of, the, like, the red... It was like a journal that was from, you know, from Rhett. It was very cute. Yeah. But so we did that. And then it unfortunately was unseasonably cold in California last week. So it was in the 40s by the evening. And we, even though we're from Chicago, were not prepped for it to be 40s and eating outside. So it was cold, but it was okay. Uh, So we did that. We kind of explored. And then we also had, there is a Lego store in downtown Disney that we had a reservation to make. Oh, tell me about the minifigs. Yeah. So making so your own minifig. It's very cute. So they have a setup that you can do without a reservation that you can, they just have like little kind of 
bowls of bodies and heads, and it sounds weird, but little pieces. <laughs> but ours, if you have a reservation, you can go in and you get to design the body. You can draw with your hand, you can do all this, and then they 3D print it for you. Oh, wow. So it's really cute. So yeah. you can, it's completely customizable. And then you get the, the you know, you get a head, an accessory, hair, legs or a dress, you know, and it comes with a tiny little Lego brick that they 3D print the name of your character on. So did you guys make yourselves? What did you guys build? So we got, my daughter got to do two. So she made one of herself and then she is obsessed with the X-Men and loves the character X-23, who is Wolverine's daughter. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm like, okay. So she made an X-23 because of course, and herself, because <laughs> sure. Very cool. Yes. So it's like a half an hour and like each little minifig's like $12. So as far as a souvenir goes, it's yeah, not, not bad, bad at all. all. Yeah. Not bad at all. Okay. And I'm assuming, cause you know, in your, when we discussed your, your plans before your trip, you were like, oh, swimming. I'm guessing swimming didn't happen. Because you, as you said, it was like 40 degrees. Yeah, there were people in the pool. Ooh. Yeah, at like when it was. Souls. Yeah, it was still in the 50s. So it rained when we were driving up to um, Anaheim. So it rained. And that, you know, like that front brought the temperatures down. So there were some people when the sun came out in the 50s were in the pool. And I was like, you're in, good for you. Uh, I know they're heated. But no. So when we saw what the weather was going to be, we just didn't bring bathing suits, which was sad. The pools looked really nice. Yeah. But we, no. (laughs) No. It's too cold. Okay. Anything else that first evening? So we did that. We came out, you know, kind of unpacked. And then we had a dining reservation at the Grand Californian at the Craftsman Bar. So that is their kind of resort pool bar grill setup. So we ate there for dinner. Which right beforehand, you know, I said, I was like, guys, it's going to be cold. Do you want me to try to move? Should we get something indoors? And I was like, no, we'll have heaters. It's fine. We'll work. No, we were, we were, we were popsicles eating dinner. <laughs> the hot pizza was really, really good because we were freezing, but it was fine. It was kind of funny. So we had dinner at the poolside, which was really nice. And then we kind of just chilled out for the night because we knew we had a really early morning. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So let's talk about day one at the parks. Yes. So where are you heading on your first park day? Our first park day is Disneyland. Okay. And you're going or you're rope dropping. You're taking advantage of early park entry, I assume, since that was a selling point on your resort. Yes. Okay. So talk about that. Yeah. So we, we, we did have Magic Band Pluses. That is another difference is they don't open up your rooms in Disneyland. Uh, They haven't set that up yet, but we did have that. So we got in line security at Disneyland is different than Disney World. In Disney World, you can walk through and hold your metal in front of you and you go through the metal detectors and they don't search your bags. Disneyland, they check everyone's park bag before you enter downtown Disney or the actual parks. So we lined up at about 6.50 in the morning. The line went back through our resort and it started moving at 7. We, you know, we're standing in and at which point it had started raining, which is also a surprise in Southern California (laughs) because... doesn't rain very often. It's not yeah. supposed to rain, but yeah. it's been raining a lot. <laughs> so what, what time did the parks open on this day? You said it was 7 o'clock and you're in line. Mm-hmm. So 7.30 is when early entry is starts. Okay. 8 o'clock is when the parks. Gotcha. So we got in line at 6.50. Our line started moving by 7. 
So we got through, so they bag checked us before we entered downtown Disney. So we were bag checked in the resort still. And then you walk straight from there. There is kind of the promenade as you come out of downtown Disney. You can literally like throw a rock if you have a good arm from Disneyland to Disney California Adventure. Yeah. So we went to Disney, um, Disneyland. We had to get in line a little bit. So they still weren't letting everyone through at the gate. So we kind of got up to that, waited just a second long enough to put ponchos on because it really started raining. So we doused a poncho. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a sprinkle. No. <laughs> okay. Kept the riot lines down. Um, and we got through. They give you paper tickets, which is random, but they do. So we got our paper tickets and went in. So we were in the parks. They move us in. You have to show your resort that you are a resort member because otherwise a resort guest because otherwise they move you to the actual ropes. It's the same as world that only Fantasyland and Tomorrowland are open and not even all of Fantasyland. So you can show your your reservation. And then we were in the parks before 730. So we were waiting at the rope because our plan was to do Space Mountain. first. So we were at the rope at Tomorrowland probably 720. I don't feel like we were waiting too long right there. Okay. And how were the rope drop crowds? Because like you said earlier, Disney World, you're competing with guests from 20 something resorts. Yeah. Because it's not and it's not just the Disney World resorts. Several of their partner resorts have access Mm -hmm. to early part. So the 30 minutes yeah, it's four parks, but it's only 30 minutes and it's 20 something resorts. Yeah. So it's a lot of people for early it's entry. A lot of- Disneyland, it's only the three resorts. It's only two parks, yeah. but only three resorts. So how did these crowds feel for those first 30 minutes? A lot lighter. Yeah. Um, we rope and we rope dropped when we were in world. We did all, you know, we generally, when we were in world, we wouldn't necessarily rope drop. Like we didn't try to do, you know, mind train or something like I was like, we're just not going to compete with like the crazy, like I'm not going to run the rise <laughs> sure. or do anything. I was yeah. like, let's just, we're still getting the feeling for this. Let's just go a little more chill. But even there, like, for example, at Hollywood studios, we were there on a sold out day and we rope dropped. We were there beforehand, everything. And we went, we were there when they were only having one elevator working in tower. Um, we went to tower and it took 15 minutes to kind of work through both rope drop mornings. We, I mean, straight walk in nothing. I mean, it was, and, and this is including with the fact that a lot of the early morning rides in Disneyland were closed because of the rain. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah not so every, when it's raining, not everything's going to be open. Astro orbiters. They were trying to do astro orbiter and pouring water was coming out of the little, my daughter is like, Oh, it's raining in space. And I was like, <laughs> sure. Alice was down. So even with that, I mean, Peter Pan, Peter Pan's the one that spikes the fastest because everyone races to that. But even that didn't spike up above like a 30 minute. So what are the, what are the rides besides Peter Pan that you saw everybody running to? I'd imagine Space Mountain is one of them and that's where you were going. Space Mountain, Peter Pan, any other like big rides that people are rushing to right away? Are those the two biggies? Those are the two biggies. So for Rope Drop in Disneyland, it is, so it's, Their Tomorrowland has Space Mountain, and then obviously it's got that Star Tours is right there. Their version of Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin is there, and then Astro Orbiter. So you've got that little swath. Astro Orbiter, they were moving it, but as I said, buckets of water were pouring out of it, so I don't think they were letting anyone on. Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. I saw one family go to Buzz Lightyear, and I was like, good for you guys. But otherwise, it was Space Mountain, but even that, we walked on. I think maybe 
two or three had gone before us. We, we didn't have to wait at all. Fabulous. Yeah, it was. And then otherwise, in Fantasyland, the carousel, Pinocchio, Snow White, Mr. Toad's, Alice, but that was down, Teacups, but that was down, and then Peter Pan. So really, you know, we walked on, we went over to Fantasyland next and walked on to Toad, and there was literally no one in Pinocchio or Snow White. So you could just, there's no one else there. So it was really empty, which I was amazing. Okay, so how many rides do you think you got done then in those 30 minutes since you were able to just walk right on Space Mountain? Because, you know, let's let's say at Disney World you're doing this and you're rope dropping Space Mountain. Probably by the time you get on and get off, we're about at the end of those 30 minutes and regular park guests are pouring in. Now, I mean, it's still, you can get a lot done first thing in the morning. But, you know, as far as early entry goes, you get like one ride, maybe two at Disney maybe World. Two. If, yeah, if you, especially if you do one of the hotter rides, you can maybe get that second line before the masses. So how did this, how did you do at Disneyland? We got three. So we went Space Mountain. And by, before we got onto it, I was starting to check lightning lanes and I was like, I don't, I knew we were going to do the right side of the park kind of first. I knew Indy was going to be our first lightning lane. I was like, it's showing 810. I'm going to wait. So we picked it up after we came off of Space Mountain was like 740-ish, 745. Picked up an Indy for like nine something. And then we walked from Tomorrowland into Fantasyland. Our plan was Alice because my daughter loves it. And it was down. So it's like, okay, Toad. So we did Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, which was the first Disneyland, Disney World ride I ever did as a small child. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's so weird, but I love it. (laughs) I have, I own a vintage Beetle convertible red and my license plate is Mr. Toad's. And then I have my license plate holder underneath says Wild Ride. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I, that's, I like childhood core memories for me as well as Mr. Toad at Disney World. My daughter was commenting. She was like, we went on this ride and I didn't get it at all. Yeah. I was like, no one gets it, honey. It's okay. <laughs> you went to hell at one point. It's all yeah, good. Yeah. Um, it's been a, a minute since I've read the uh, the source material. Gosh, is, what is it like Toad and Frog or what? Yeah. I'm like Googling it now because <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, it's like Frog and Toad. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I don't even know. But you. Uh, the Adventures of Mr. Toad. Is that. A wind in the willows. Wind in the willows is the willows. Wind it's, in the willows. It's, but it, it's, it, it, it's just a weird ride. I love it. It's a weird ride. But so we is. did. We we walked on a toad, and then at which point, you know, my plan was so Toontown. Toontown has just reopened at Disneyland, so we got lucky. And Runaway Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is there, and that is one of the individual lightning lanes. Now we've done it before, but I was like, you know what? Let's do that as like our secondary rope drop because we're ahead. The actual rest of the line, you know, as we passed from Tomorrowland into Fantasyland, I pointed, I was like, look, and there, I mean, it was just the masses were behind the ropes. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're coming. <laughs> so we can do like one more ride. The way you said that was so ominous. <laughs> they're really coming. Was, they're running. I mean, yeah. they were running through the, I was like. The end is near. The end they're is coming. Very, yeah. Just, and my husband's like, that is insane. I was like, that is why we are on property right now. Yeah, yeah. So we did one more. We got in. I was like, pick Snow White or Pinocchio. And she was like, let's do Pinocchio. So again, kind of a terrifying ride. Weirdest ride ever. That Weirdest. Pinocchio. Yeah, that is the strangest ride ever. The cast member was really funny because she was looking at my dad. She's like, this might be a little scary. And I was like, she'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh, this is, this is yeah, weird. It's a little strange. 
That's a little strange. So we got off of that. I suppose Dumbo was the other one that was up and operating, but my husband's like, it is going to be soaking. Let's not sit on a wet seat. So from there, we hopped off of Pinocchio, and it is right before 8 o'clock. And so I was like, we're going to Toontown right now. Because Toontown is behind Fantasyland in Disneyland. So I was like, let's start going. And at that point, as we started going, the crowds were starting to come to go to Mickey and Minnie's. So we just beat the crowds and walked through the queue at, we could do standby at Mickey and Minnie's, which is the ride's the same, but the queue is totally different. And it's- I've seen videos of it and I'm in like photos and I'm like, well, this is way better. <laughs> it's <laughs> just yeah. the ride queue. Like, wow. Ride, yeah. It's adorable. I yeah. mean, the, there's hidden Mickey's in the popcorn. It's so that was very cute to kind of, not rush through it, but explore it a tiny bit before we did Runaway Railway. So at that point, park is now fully open and we're on Runaway Railway and the rain has stopped. Oh, good. 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 Yes. Okay. So we can so ditch the damp. ponchos. Yes. We it's- had to ditch the ponchos when we got into Space Mountain. So I was like, okay. But yes. Was it still them. chilly out? Yes. And I'm sure with the rain, you guys were probably like we're chilled damp. to the bone. Yes. But the sun came out um, and it was threatening kind of rain throughout the day. The weather forecast was saying to us, it was like, it's possible you'll have hail. And I'm like, if it doesn't do that, I'm going to be happy. Uh, I'm guessing, though, because Disneyland's a lo- very much a locals park, that probably kept- worked in your favor crowd wise. Yeah, with I the think rain. it did. Yeah, I think it did. Because once it got sunny and that sort of calmed down, because it, it threatened to rain again a little bit in the afternoon. It, didn't it held off like it sprinkled for a second it poured later but yes so in the beginning I definitely think it helped okay so walk me through the rest of your morning and early afternoon now that the parks are are open and you've done some of your priority things some bigger ticket things here so what's what's the rest of your morning look like so we hop off here and we explore Toontown which is really cute and adorable we went through Mickey's house and Minnie's house. They weren't meeting yet, but you can kind of walk through and goofy. So you can do all the little houses. So we did that. We went from there to, we started coming back out because we wanted to make our way to our indie lightning lane. So we picked up Sp- Small World. So with like the original Mary Blair, which I did not realize my husband did not actually know what that ride was. He thought it was like, you're going to be shrunk, which I was like, it is world famous he didn't he wasn't familiar with small world he thought you were being shrunk like honey i shrunk the kids and i was like wow (laughs) what that's new that's a new one yeah Uh, yeah. so um he he was very surprised at what the ride was he did he know the song he's familiar with the song right no no that's what i said to him is like how do you not yeah where where do what yeah where have you been the last are you an alien Ever, yeah, yeah, forever. So, so he was a little. We had our own little That's boat. Amazing, which was, it really was. I had I had no clue this was going to be so confusing to him. What is cute there is in Land versus World, they hide little dolls that are characters. So, like you can see, like there's a Cinderella with like Gus, Gus, like Gus and Jack. There's an Alice. There's so there's some IP hidden, but they do it really well. So that was cute. So we get off of Small World with my husband being very confused. It's like okay. And we marched over. It really was. I had no clue he didn't know. My daughter knew what was happening, but that's okay. (laughs) We marched across to Indy, which had at this point, I think its standby was up to like 55 minutes to like an hour. I love that ride. And they just finished refurbishing it. Right, right. Yeah, just reopened. 
Yeah. So it was great. A lot of some of the, we ran into a lot of people who were locals and they were like, oh, does the ball work now? And it, was like, <laughs> it does. It was so it was great. It was a lot of fun. So we did that. We got up there and then we went and picked up beignets, mint julep and a hot chocolate. The sun's out, still a little chilly. So we because Tiana, like they're setting up, they're changing at the restaurant that usually is beignets. They've like moved it to like a little kind of kiosk sort of thing. So we picked that up, had a mid-morning snack. And then it was a 13-minute wait at Haunted Mansion. So that walk, means on. walk on. Walk on. Walk on. So do Haunted Mansion. At which point now we're debating kind of what to do with our next lightning lane. I Big Thunder is my favorite. And I was like, I kind of don't want to waste it right now. If there's not a huge standby, we can pick it up later. So we just waited with another lightning lane and just walked on. We didn't walk on. We did do a standby for Big Thunder, which was maybe 25 minutes. I was like, that's not long. So you felt confident enough. You're like, there's enough availability that we can just hold off, think about it, check availability, and not grab something immediately. Right. It's not the Disney World method where you scan and you're immediately like, refresh, 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 and trying to grab. Much more relaxed. Oh, much more relaxed. Sometimes it worked. I will say the the return times later got too long for us. I could have grabbed a thunder, but you know we're we were in the parks like twelve hours. It was we were, we were we were cooked, so I just didn't do it, and it got really cold later. But in other there were other rides that that strategy worked for us. So I was like in a twenty five minute wait, I was like I'm not going to burn a lightning lane on this. Plus I would have had to wait ten minutes for a return time. So let's just get in line. Let's yeah, just, we're just get in line. So we did. That was the other really big difference about world versus land is there are characters everywhere. And now it's like, this is when we started, there's like meetups, like, which is the same, but there are a lot of wandering characters. And this is when we kind of start seeing them. So we could see Mirabelle while we're in line. Mirabelle had a meetup, so we could kind of see that. My daughter was excited. She got a red card, which they use in land to track the lines, kept handing them to kids. So she got one. She saw another girl in front of her. She's like, well, I'm her backup in case (laughs) she misses. I was like, sure, kid. So we did that. As we came out of Thunder, we saw Woody and Jesse were just kind of wandering. Now, were you stopping to take photos or were you just like seeing them walk by? What what were you doing? Because it's Disney World. You get in like, you know, when and where they're meeting. It's in the app. You get in line. You meet, you take your photo, you you move on. Disneyland's different. Like you said, it's wandering. So what what were you guys doing when you saw characters? So on this one, my daughter got in line. I ran to I I was like, I'm going to hit the bathroom. So you guys hop in line. The handler cut off the line. So she didn't get to meet them right then. But then as we came into Fantasyland, we saw Hook and Hook just moves like Woody and Jesse were just standing there kind of in between Fantasyland and Frontier. So there's an entrance to Batu right there. So they were just kind of there slowing down crowds, essentially. Hook, Hook moves with a purpose. <laughs> he is just meandering through. So she like chased Hook down and got a photo with him. She obviously couldn't. My husband's like, you can have him sign. I was like, he has one hand. Let's yeah. not make him sign. Yeah. How's he going to hold the book and sign? <laughs> you can't do it, honey. So they, she got a picture with Hook. We then saw... We, st- we then went, Tink has a meetup. She has like Pixie's Hollow. So that is one you line up for. Tinkerbell had to take a break. So it's like, we'll return back when she's back in like an hour. So we decided at that point to take our lunch. So we'd done kind of a group of rides, seen a couple characters, and we went to Jolly Holiday for lunch, which is a quick service. So we did that and it was like sandwiches and it's a bakery. So we got Matterhorn macaroons. There's like a raspberry Mickey Mouse macaron, which was really good in sandwiches. 
And during that, we saw Mary Poppins was outside. Bert was outside singing. So those were two more characters walking through. Came out of lunch, and they had in the hub, the band was coming, at which point we saw Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, like the whole group in their 100 celebration outfits waving as we're waiting for Tink. So it's just like character, character, character. Yeah, it really sounds like not only are you getting a a lot of characters, you're getting a more diverse group of characters. I one thing I hate that Bert does not meet at Disney World. I love Bert. You can find Mary Poppins, but you can't find Bert unless it's like a holiday party. And even then, he's not always at the holiday parties. And he wasn't meeting like he they were singing and doing like which was kind of perfect that we were at Jolly Holiday. Right. I know that. Well, when you said that, I was like, that's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. It was too cute. I was like, oh, this is like the best soundtrack. (laughs) Were they singing Jolly Holiday? They did Jolly Holiday. Like they went through all the greatest Mary Poppins. I know it was. Yeah, it was pretty perfect. So we we did that. We waited for Pixie Hollow. We met Tinkerbell in Pixie's Hollow, which is a very cute little area. She was fantastic. And from there, we had picked up kind of right before lunch a Roger Rabbit lightning lane because I timed it for us for after lunch. And I was like, this is not a high priority, but if we wanted to, it's a long line. So we grabbed it. We went back to Toontown, at which point Rise of the Resistance went down. And it had been down for a little bit. I think from, I think the time we got off Indy, it was down. And so I said to my husband, I was like, that was a priority ride for us. And I was like, if we can skip buying it I we can but we were like I I really don't want to wait and so it's afternoon and there's still availability to purchase yes it didn't sell out it wasn't like you know for five minutes before park closing there was plenty of availability there was availability to purchase a 405 that's amazing and especially because we're talking peak spring break yeah right now so that's incredible Yeah, we're in like comparison at Disney World on our Hollywood Studios day, we were about to get on the elevator to come down at Pop. And I was like, wait, we can't get on the elevator. I was grabbing a smuggler. I was grabbing Rise. He was grabbing smugglers. I was like, don't get in the elevator. We use Wi-Fi. And we like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. we like ran into the courtyard. No, here, let's pick up a lightning lane. I mean, there's return times. Let's just do it. So we did. So we picked that up and booked that out for the afternoon. And then when we got off Roger Rabbit, we picked up a lightning lane for Matterhorn. At this point, we kind of moved before a Matterhorn lightning lane. We pin traded. My daughter likes pin trading. So we stopped at some shops and she pin traded. And at this point, Alice was back up. It was sunny enough now that Alice was up. Teacups wasn't going yet. They were like vacuuming out water. But it would have been like a 45-minute wait. It dropped to 30. And it was like, we're going to do this. We need to get in line because it's been closed all day. And it was starting to maybe sprinkle again. So we got in line for Alice, and so we did that. We did Astro Blaster Standby. We did Matterhorn at this point, and then we decided to do the Princess Hall meetup. So we went, and it was, you know, super short standby. Who's, who's meeting at Princess Hall? It was Ariel, Snow White, and Cinderella. Okay. So kind of the three classics. Okay. Is it always those three? Do you know? Do they switch? I, under, I think they do switch. I think Rapunzel sometimes in the mix there. I think Tiana is in the mix did there. Did you know who you were going to meet before you got in line? It only showed that Ariel. So okay. I did not know we were going to get the other two. So I knew we were going to get Ariel, and I just didn't know who else we would. Okay. The others were a surprise. Corner. A pleasant surprise. The others surprise. were surprises. Yeah. yeah. So, which was nice. So we did all that. 
We came out, we spotted Peter Pan was over by the wishing well at this point. Hook was by Pixie's Hollow, which my daughter was like, Peter Pan's supposed to be keeping him away. <laughs> Pix- Tinkerbell told me that. I was like, okay. And then we spotted the evil queen, which the evil queen, this, this evil queen has a following on YouTube because she is fabulous, amazing. Fabulous. She, is, she threw shade at my daughter because she handed her the book to sign and it was Mickey Mouse on the page. And she did a whole thing and was like, I am not I, worthy. I am t- the villains are my favorite. The, the evil queen it's for, I per like, this is my personal opinion. I'm sure people disagree, but I think the price of storybook dining, that, that, um, character meal is worth it. The food is delicious, but on top of that, you get one-on-one time with the evil queen. And it's yeah. not just, she swings by your table. Like you go up and you get a good amount of time with her because she's hilarious. She is. She's hilarious. so, so funny. Yeah. And this, she was, I mean, just like, because it wasn't, you couldn't line up the ones who you couldn't line up for, they would just sort, they would move. So you had to really kind of stalk them a little. (laughs) And so she's just kind of, and she's interacting, like she's so masterful in the way she did it. But yeah, she was fantastic. So we met evil queen at which point this now we've now, so we did our, our Matterhorn. I pick up a smuggler's lightning lane and we start heading towards Batu. So we, at this point, see Kylo Ren, we see Stormtroopers, we see the Mandalorian, we see Grogu. We get to interact with Grogu, which is very cool. Were there a lot of people trying to get the Mandalorian's attention, trying to take photos? Is that still like a hot character? Yeah, it was definitely a hot character. It was not, Batuu was a lot, Galaxy's Edge was a lot less, I mean, like I said, we were in Hollywood Studios on sold out days and it was, you know, you couldn't move. This was a much empty, much more empty, which was great. There was a bit like there was a group around him, but he was interacting with any of the kids in the group, which was pretty cool. So she and by a group, I mean, maybe 10 of us. Not bad. Not bad at I think all. The evil, the evil queen had the same amount around her. <laughs> Hook had the same little parade following him. But yeah, he definitely had more around him than like Kylo did. We did that. We explored the shops there for a little bit. There's a water bottle refill there, which is nice. You can't find everywhere. And so we do our rise, at which point I knew kind of our timing on rise. I wanted to see the magic happens. So as I was saying to my husband, I was like, here's the deal. We will get off rise and then we have to beeline to the front of the hub because that's going to be right when the parade comes by. So just everyone be on board. We're going to do it. Because the parade stepped off at like 3.30 from Small World. It comes down through Fantasyland and like down across the hub and down Main Street. So it's like, we can cut it off. Like this should, maybe not prime viewing, but it'll work. So we rise and we we did it. We booked it across and (laughs) right at, like you could hear the music. You could see the dancers. And I said to my daughter, I was like, you can squirrel on up because you're little. (laughs) And she did. She didn't block anyone. She kind of got, we were to the side, like right by where one of the walking ways, perfect view. Got to see the whole parade. She got a high five from Aladdin. Oh, cool. Merlin is kind of insane and like all legs and knows it and is funny. And so, yeah, that, that parade is awesome. So we finished that at which point now we've, we also had pocketed from our lunch Matterhorn macaroons (laughs) from Jolly Holiday. And so we had those in my bag and I was like, we can eat these pin traded for a second and then did a star tours lightning lane. Okay. What, what time is this? Do you remember like afternoon? Yeah, we're at like four. Okay. It's about All right. four o'clock right now. Okay. So we had our smugglers lightning lane was for 450. And because I picked that up so early, I had done the two hour time so I could pick up a Star Tours lightning lane. 
So we basically were stacking a little bit at this point, but not drastically, which was fine because I knew we were going to do the parade in the middle. So I was like, that's fine. Let's just stack it. So we start tours, go straight on, and then smugglers, we headed back into Batu. So now we're kind of like going back and forth across the park a bit more. We get on my daughter. We ended up with a another family. It was a mom and her daughter who was five and dressed as Cinderella and very cute. And we could, the mom was talking with their daughter. They're locals, but they've never been on it. So my daughter just started like mother hunting this little girl and was like, oh, you can be a pilot or a, a, a gunner. And the mom's like, yeah, I've never been on it. And so my daughter's like, we should be pilots. And I was like, oh no. And so the five-year-old got right seat pilot and my daughter, and I looked at the other mom and I was like, this is going to be a bumpy ride. Just, this is going to be a bumpy yeah. one. And she was like, what's about to happen? I was like, no, they're going to control it. Like, yeah, five and a seven year old are steering. So good luck. Good luck. I yeah, mean, good luck. it was, it was the funniest smugglers <laughs> ride. I've, I mean, it was just hilarious. I've So I've been on it enough times and I've talked to enough people that 100%, if you have somebody who doesn't understand how to control it, it makes for like the funniest ride ever. It makes it so much more fun or funny when somebody's like, what am I doing? And you're like crashing around. It's, it's fantastic. So I can only imagine. Oh yeah. And plus she was right seat. So she has to do like the, like we're going to lights. She can't reach it. Like, that's not fair. I mean, they send you into light speed if you don't. Right. Call. But it was, it was the funniest thing. The mom is crazy. She was like, okay, you were right. That was ridiculous. <laughs> mm-hmm. so I was just engineer in the back and was like, whatever. This is like hitting your buttons. It's fine. You're earning your I credits, can, you know. I harpooned yeah. something. We are good. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, so we came out. It's now like, it's like it's like 540. We're getting close to six. So dinner, we didn't have any plans. Uh, so we decided to go to downtown Disney actually to do dinner. And at this point, you know, we've been walking a lot and it the skies opened and it just downpoured and it got really cold. We got into Black Tap, which is where we went for dinner, which is like a burger place that does these crazy shakes. Did you have, I've eaten there. It's very, it's good. It's very it's good. fun. Yeah. Did you, I can, do they take reservations? They do not. Okay. I didn't think so. I didn't think so. How did the wait look? So we got, so we, cause we got in there right before six and like I, my daughter was like, I can't walk anymore. And I was like, okay. And so my husband goes, get ahead of us and see what the line is. And so I got in and I was like, it is, they were like saying 10 minutes. So it's like move fast. So we got in there and then right after us, because the skies opened, the line got insane. But we got a table, we were able to get, you know, like a burger. I had the Caesar with like fried chicken. My daughter is picky and had chicken fingers and French fries. They were good. Did you get an insane milkshake with like a full piece of cake on top? We saw that one. Uh, we She wanted just a strawberry. And so we got like a plate, which my husband was like, this is really good. And I was yeah. Like, yeah. But then he was like, I don't know, this is huge. And I was like, just wait. And we see some of the giant ones go by. He's like, okay, this is not huge. <laughs> I said, no, it's not. So we did that, at which point now it is cold. The rain did stop when we came out, but we were like, you know what? We are cooked. Like we're done for the day. So we head back to the hotel. And I think we were back in the hotel by like seven. I assume then it's like hot showers and uh, <laughs> pass out. Yeah. And get into yeah. your warm bed, try and warm your bones. Exactly. So they did have, I mean, we could have done Fantasmic was going on that night, but it was, I mean, it's just so cold and they did have fireworks at 930. I was like, okay, you know, and with the projection show, that was one thing I'm sad we didn't get to see. I was like, mm, but it is weird. Did you like, watch from your room? Doing. You said you had a view from your room. I did. My daughter fell asleep before it happened. So I did. We did get to watch it the next night from our balcony. Okay. So I was like, this is a perfect view. We will see this tomorrow night because she was 
out. Okay. And so, we had to wake up early. Again. Yeah. And I don't believe it. That was a long day, a lot of walking. You guys accomplished a lot and you started really, really early. Right. Okay. So that you did a ton at Disney. Did you feel like you did other than the evening shows, which I get, you know, it was raining. It was cold. Other than the evening shows, did you feel like you managed to accomplish everything you wanted to in that one, just one day at that park? We did, I think it was 14 rides. We met, you know, she got actually met like seven characters. We saw a handful of others. The only kind of big rides I'd say that we didn't do. We did not do Jungle Cruise. We didn't do Pirates. I like Pirates. It's fine. It is different in land, but none of us really wanted to wait in the line. Um, otherwise, like we didn't do Winnie the Pooh. We didn't do, we did not do Splash. It was way too cold to Splash. <laughs> so we were like, yeah, you're not, like, we're already drenched. I think we're good. <laughs> we're, we're good. But we did, so we did three of the four mountains. We did, we didn't do, we didn't do Dumbo. We, they did open teacups. So we, but like, that's it. And we also got like a smattering of photo passes throughout the days. So as far as like, so you didn't do everything, but you did your priority rise. Yes. It sounds like the stuff that you missed out on. You're like, meh, anyway. So exactly. Right. So there was nothing. The projections were the one thing I would have wanted to see. Yeah. And the key snacks. We were, Like I wanted a Mickey beignet. We wanted the Matterhorn macro. Like we wanted the Jolly Holiday, which that my lunch, I had the, um, the they have like a birria, like grilled cheese with like the consomme. So good. Um, was probably my like favorite meal we had. Uh, plus you had all the Minnie Mouse, not the, excuse me, the Mary Poppins singing in the background. So that helps. Perfect. But yeah, so it, and it wasn't hard to get the different things we wanted to get. Like it, it wasn't, you needed a strategy a little bit, but it wasn't difficult to pick them up. Did you feel like this, this first day at Disneyland did you feel like Genie Plus was necessary? Were you like, yeah, we could have done this without Genie Plus? Or were you glad that you had it? I am, we could have done it without. I am glad we had it. The, because we had it, we were able, Indiana Jones would have been a long wait. And that was one of our favorite rides, I think, throughout it. So I'm glad we had that. And because we could just fly through that, same with Roger Rabbit, though that was another if we didn't do Roger it would have been okay but that was the other one my daughter was like yeah I haven't seen the movie yet what is happening <laughs> don't worry about it but otherwise you know straight through on Matterhorn so there were places that I think it because we had it we were able to get more in it probably would have shaved us down to I don't know 10 rides which is not a bad day like nine ten rides is still a lot it is Right. So, but this, I mean, 14 and we left the park before six. Yeah, it definitely, it sounds like it, was it necessary? 100% maybe not, but it definitely made your day less stressful. Yes. Plus we got the pictures. Yes. And yeah, yeah, exactly. The photos. Right. So yeah, it was for us, we thought it was worth it. Um, Let's talk about your next day then. So I assume we're heading to the other park, California Adventure. Yeah, we're going to DCA now. Okay, and this you're staying at Grand Californian. They have a private entrance from your resort into this park. Yes. Which is an amazing park. So nice. So let's let's talk about that early entry and getting in through this private entrance. Talk to me about how all that worked. Sure. So where our room was, because we were facing kind of the Disneyland side, our elevator bank was right off of by Napa Rose. So in, in Disney's California Adventure, the, the entrance is between Napa Rose. It's kind of like off of where the bar and grill is. It's like this little kind of 
covered walkway that you go through and then you enter into an area by Soren. The nice thing is we basically got off of our elevator bank. There's Story Storytellers Cafe, which is the character dining in the morning, is right there in Napa Rose. So that's right where we get in line. Again, we came down. We were in line at 6.50. So we just lined up basically right outside our elevator bank for our room. Stood in line, like, drank our coffee, ate bananas, that kind of a thing. They did not start moving the line right away, which was interesting. You know, seven came, we're all kind of expecting it to move, and it didn't. And we had some other, there were some locals who were kind of with us, and we were all like, this is a little weird, we're not moving. I don't know why they didn't. They just did not start the line nearly as early. So we got bag checked a little bit later and got into the park at seven. So we're in Disneyland, we entered and we're like in and towards our ride. This we were in a little bit later. What is a little weird with how DCA does their rope drop is the rides that are open are scattered around the park. So unlike Disneyland, where you're in like a land and it's all open, it, it, you have to sort of pick your area and that's your rope drop area. And so we did Avengers Campus. Okay. So where, when you enter from Grand California, where in the park are you? Where is that entrance? So the entrance is there is a, their version of their kind of big inner, like inner tube water ride is um, Grizzly River Rapids. And that's you know, comparable to Animal Kingdom. Oh, I'm blanking on Cali, the name. Cali River yes, Rapids. It's, yeah. It's comparable to Cali River Rapids. So you were right by that. And there is a Redwood kind of adventure trail. You're, so you're there. And then to your left is Soren. So you come out right there. If you had come out of your entrance and gone to the right, you're going towards Pixar Pier, and there's a big lake in the middle where they do World of Color. If you go to your left, when you come out, you're going to pass Soren. You could go to Carthay Circle, or you go towards Avengers Campus, and then beyond that is Cars Land. So you're over there by, like, in that Soren area. Yes. What? So what rides are open for those 30 minutes. Do you remember sure. which rides yeah. were available? So you can go to Soren, which at this point, because it is their food and wine is in the spring. So that is actually Soren over California. So that's kind of like a special thing they do then. And then you can do, you can go to Avengers Campus and do Guardians, Mission Breakout. You can do Web Slingers. Cars Land is not open. So you cannot do Radiator Springs Racers, which is their individual lightning lane there. And then otherwise you can do Incredicoaster. Think Toy Story Mania would have been open. Otherwise, that might be really it. So okay. you, if you, if yeah, you're either going to be over in Pixar Pier and doing Credicoaster and maybe kind of the Ferris wheel, Pixar Pal around, or you're going to do Avengers Campus or you're in Soren. Okay. So what were your goals then? Where were you guys headed? Avengers Campus. Avengers Campus. Which ride was your first choice? Guardians. Guardians. Okay. So this is, this used to be Tower of Terror. Yes. And then they rethemed it. And so now it's Guardians. And your seven-year-old goes on this one? Yes. Okay. She, when we when we did Tower of Terror, our ride photo is her, every adult is like holding on for dear, dear life. And my daughter has her arms in the air. Rockstar. We did that. She I came off it. Tower of Terror and we went to Rock and Roller Coaster. Like she's like, can I go up, sit down? Let's do it. Oh, she's badass. I love she, it. Oh yeah. She loves it. So we said, okay. So we, I was like, we're going to do Guardians. Let's do it. And it's, it, you know, I'd heard how they, how they talk about it. And we watch like the Imagineering show and they talk about the way they use the vehicle. It feels different. Whereas, you know, Tower of Terror, fun, great, but you're, they're trying to scare you. They're dropping you. This drops you, don't get me wrong, but it raises you too. So you get more of a floating sensation. It feels different and it's paced really differently. So we walked on. 
even though we were in a couple of minutes, like straight walk on, totally fine. You do the cue and you get in and there's like a little rocket animatronic, which is very, and he's telling you like, this is how we're going to break out. We've been caught by the collectors and he gets the Walkman. So like Cosmic Rewind, you get a different song. So we started off with um, Jackson 5. Awesome. This is another area where my daughter and I had seen kind of the ride videos. So I did show her some ride videos. So she was a little aware of what would happen, but my husband had not. Like he's used to Tower of Terror where you spend like three minutes doing the Twilight Zone before they drop you. <laughs> Guardians, rock, you get a shadow of Rocket and he plugs in like the Walkman and you get the song and immediately you're rocking it in tear. <laughs> like there is no messing around you're flying up and down and he was like wait what and i said oh i'm so sorry i should have warned you it i mean it starts right away they take their picture you do get the view outside of like disney they hold it longer than they do in tower of terror so like people are posing for photos the whole thing rocket comes on he's like oh that's not in canon and then you know you plummet back it's very cute so we come off of guardians she sees there's a pin trade i was like don't pin trade yet we will be right back so we go to web slingers walk onto web slingers come back off the park at this point We are maybe three minutes before park is going to open. I was like, guys, we can race over to Radiator Springs. My husband's like, no, she loved Guardians. Let's just do that. I was like, okay, then you are committing to buying an individual lightning lane because Radiator Springs Racers was like up to around 100 minutes most of the day. And it it broke down for a while. So I was like, if we don't rope drop this, we are committed to paying. And is that, that what you decided to do then? So we did not rope drop. We did not race over there. We did Guardians again for the second time for the day. This time we got Born to be Wild, which (laughs) changes the feeling of the ride. It's a lot more intense, but everyone's saying it. I will say that is one thing I love about the the two Guardians rides. The songs really do change the ride, you know, depending on what song you get. It, it, I don't know how to describe it, but it does. It changes it. Yeah. This, I mean, Jackson five is like very happy and everyone's kind of dancing. This is like intense. And I was like, Ooh, I liked the happier. Yeah. (laughs) But it was fine. We had a good time. So we came off of that. We did pin trade at this point for a second. And then we decide to head into, we pick up our first lightning lane. We pick it up for Incredicoaster because it's standby. It's probably 30 minutes. And honestly, this was one where we should have done the standby and then done a lightning lane later because we loved it. But we didn't. Oh, well. So we, <laughs> oh, well, we lightning landed. It was great. I actually had a local next to me who like she said she was a single rider and she was like, oh, if you're not from the area, you should look because the mountains have snow on them and it's really pretty. And I'm just on to get a video. And she's like, if you're from the area, like ignore me. And I was like, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, I have like a first trip button is on my bag. And I was like, no, you're good. But so we do Incredicoaster, which is obviously a giant roller coaster themed after the Incredibles, which was cute. And we came down and they have Jack's like nom nom cookies. Um, so we got a big cookie. It's like our morning snack. At this point, we see Buzz. We don't get in line for him, but he's just out and about. And we decide to go to the Pixar Pal around. So that's the giant Ferris wheel. This is when you cannot lightning lane, and it's like really slow to unload and reload. So if you want it, like once the line builds, like it, it can't get down. So I was like, let's just do it. Both my husband and my daughter, though she is a badass, she does not like heights. So okay, I was like, I get you, that. Right. I said, you get to decide. We can do this. They, they have like a regular Ferris wheel or you can do like this like weird, crazy swinging car. If you want to do the swinging car, we can do it. She was like, no. <laughs> Great. I don't want to. I don't blame I her. I yeah. No, I was like, I think I'm going to die if I do that. So we did the regular and just kind of went around. It was really pretty. And we could see as we were there, Mrs. Incredible was meeting. So we do that. Get off of there. And we now at this point, I see that radiator springs is down like it's and i was like we 
we picked up a lightning lane and it did allow us to pick up a lightning lane for like 950, even though it was down and it stayed down until after lunch. So we could use it. We did get to use it later, but I was like, mm, that line, nope, that line's never going to go down. So we just bought it. And we also then picked up a soaring lightning lane at this point. So we go over, soaring was up to over an hour because it's the California one. Right. And it sounds too like this park is busier, like you're experiencing higher crowds. I assume yes. that the rain has held up. Okay. Yeah. It's sunny. Yeah. It's warmer. It's Friday. It's, it, there are fewer rides also. So it, yeah, the crowds felt different. So we pick up our Soren and we go across to Soren. What was cool about this, when we get off of Soren, my daughters were like kind of coming out. There's a family in front of us. And my daughter was like, that was amazing. (laughs) And I see the mom in the, the, the group in front of us turns and looks at my daughter and smiles. And I was like, I recognize her. And she's with a tour guide in plaid. And I was like, wait a minute. It was Kristen Bell. No kidding. Yeah. So my husband just like, he like hits me and I was like, just be cool. She yeah. like she smiles at my daughter and like she has her kids with her and they're just doing it. like we're just wandering like they, we, they're going the same way as I was like this is the and we're not telling our daughter who it is because we're like oh, we want them to she's yeah you don't want to be like that do. is Anna Anna's right, right here so yeah <laughs> after she like she we separate kind of I was like now nah, I can tell you who it is and she's like that's so cool and I said to my husband I was like do you think she goes and meets with Anna uh, I don't know maybe. <laughs> So I bet she does. She seems like she's fun. Kristen Bell is a person. Seems like a lot of fun. I would bet she goes and meets with Anna. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she must. So I, that was, that was very random. So we were like, okay. Very cool. Yeah, it was. We then do, we ended up back over in Pixar Pier, did emotional whirlwind on standby, which is cute. It's like all the, you get like sadness and joy and from inside out. And this is more like a, a kitty ride, right? Yeah, themed inside out. Yeah, you're in like a little balloon and it like tips and it's fine. We did that. As we were walking back and forth, we saw Nick Wilde from Zootopia. He has kind of a standard little meeting area and Chip and Dale were out with a photo pass. So we hopped in a Chip and Dale line and got a photo pass. And then we went over, we really wanted to do, they have this like there's a building and they do an animator's class. So every half an hour, they like a Disney animator teaches a group how to draw a specific character. So similar to Animal Kingdom. Yes. Similar to Animal Kingdom, um, where you can take the train and go and, and do the animation Ex- class. Exactly. Except this, you don't have to take like a you train. You don't have to take a train to get to animation station. Go yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's right there. Right. It's right there. You knew that the meetup for Anna and Elsa is right there. They, what I did not know is you only can meet, the only have one of the two of them there at a time. It's oh, like a I didn't know realm. that either. Okay. No. And you, you, the sign says it's both, but it was just Elsa. I mean, maybe they put them both in the same room, but it's just one little room. There's also Turtle, the Turtle Talk with Crush is right there. And then there's like a sorcerer's kind of thing. There's the other nice thing is that room. They have these giant screens everywhere that they are playing Disney music and then showing concept art and the other art on all the screens. So it's like very immersive. So it was kind of cool to be in the room. We met Elsa and then we decided to hop in the animators class and they did Jack Skellington. Oh, fun. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, you got a good good one. one. And they had also that day, I was talking with them, they had multiple like secret ones they were doing for the 100th that they were like, we are teaching ones that we don't usually. So like Dumbo and Snow White that they never teach, but they were like, those get long lines. 
Oh, wow. So do you know who you're going, like, can you look up who, who, you know, the class is going to be, who they're going to be drawing? You can't look it up, but when you go in, there is just a board and it has the times and it has, so it would either say like 100. So the group before us was a Disney 100. I don't know who they drew. Tiana was that afternoon. Grogu was that day. So you could see your time slot and, and pick like, Okay, this so you have to go in person, but you can see who you're going to be yes. drawing. And so if you want someone specific or your kids into somebody specific, you can hopefully plan your day around that. Right. And I did talk to the guy there. I was like, how long do you need to be here in advance? And he was like, for like Grogu, Tiana, there were certain ones. He goes, those are really popular. And the 100 ones are very popular. So those had like a an actual stand, like a queue lineup area. But like Skellington, we, we Interesting. met Elsa and we just walked in. See, I'd rather, I don't know, I'd rather draw Jack Skellington, personally, than Grogu. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of easier to, it's like a, <laughs> right. it's a, it's a series yeah. of circles. So like, I'm like, look what an this. amazing artist I have. Right, yeah. I know. Yeah, me too. I was like, Skellington's a good draw yeah. for us. I like this. <laughs> so we finished that, which was awesome. And we had a dining. What time is this? Is this yeah, right lunch? before lunch. Okay, yep. lunchtime. So we had a dining reservation at like 12.05 at Storybook. Story, yeah, Storytime, not Storybook, Storytime, which is back at Grand California. So yeah, we, so we finished drawing. We were in the 11.30 class. And so we walked back over to the hotel. Now, can you get back in through that same you entrance? Can. Okay. And do they so, check to make sure you're a guest when you go no. in and out? Okay. So, so anybody if can. you have dining reservations in there, or you just want to like go in and see it, you can just walk into Grand California in that way, which is nice. They did check in the morning when you were doing early access that you were a hotel. So you couldn't enter in the morning. Later in the day, they did not check that. But you can if you were just going to the Disney. Right. You could just go. Be like me and just, you know, see the really cool lobby. resort. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally can do it. Fair game. So we did that. And the other nice thing is so my husband took our, like the pictures or Jack Sellington's and he walked them up to the room. And I said to my dad, I was like, we're going to just sit here. And so we sat right outside our dining reservation. There's a benches. But it's also Napa Rose where they do the princess breakfast. I was like, just sit because the princess is switching out. They will not stop and talk to you. Like they'll interact with you. Like you didn't pay a billion dollars to go sit and eat breakfast with them. But we saw Mulan, we saw Ariel and we saw Rapunzel just sitting there. They just kind of came back and like waved. And so that was kind of cool. And then we went into lunch, which was a character brunch. They do. We ended up with, it was Mickey, Pluto, Chippendale. Cute little like, I don't know, they kind of look like Boy Scout uniform kind of adventure get up, (laughs) which was cute. Like a wilderness explorer type deal. Very fitting with the resort and everything. Now, is this what type, is this a buffet? Is this family style? What kind of meal is this? It's a buffet. And so for brunch, they still had out like, you know, you get all your Mickey waffles and that they had started putting out some lunch food. But yeah, it's a buffet setup. both. And they don't do characters at dinner. So they do have a buffet then at dinner, but no characters. Okay. Did you feel like this? Now, these character meals can be expensive. Did you feel like this was worth it for like a buffet for the character interactions? Would you do this particular character meal again? I don't know if I would do it again. I thought it was worth it. I mean, when you have a picky eater who will consume bacon and fruit and waffles, <laughs> you got a very solid breakfast lunch out of it. So that was good. We generally, when we'll do the trip, we'll pick like one big meal. Like we Space 220 was our big one when we did World, you know, or we'll pick like a character. So I thought it was worth it. Would I repeat this one? No, but I would definitely do another character dining 
knowing that it's, it's, it's expensive. But my daughter's still very into the characters. She did not realize there was a princess breakfast. It was like, can we do, I'm like, not this trip. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we got our one. Yeah, so, yeah. but the food was good. The food was excellent. They paced the characters pretty well. Like I know sometimes it's an issue that's like, well, I can't get up to go to get food. That wasn't really a problem. You could see their routes pretty easily. So it wasn't a huge restaurant, which was also nice. Okay. After your brunch, your lunch, breakfast, whatever, <laughs> did you guys head back over to the park? Are you taking any breaks since you're at your resort? We were at a resort. We just went right back into the park. We saw Radiator Springs now has gone back up. We went with our, our individual lightning lane and got in and did that. when we And that's like their version of Test Track in a way. Same ride vehicle, but you're racing another one. That's Just this cars. one is amazingly themed and as yeah. opposed to Test Track right. and Epcot, which is less so. Which you're in like a car dealership. Yeah, which exactly. Which is car dealership themed. What, right. Which is very weird because my daughter and my husband were both like, actually, we like Test Track better. And I was like, are you? Interesting. But my, they liked the designing of the car. Okay. My husband, who's a car guy is does not like test track because he's too he's like is like this is car dealership themed he's just not into it at all no it's so weird my husband liked it because it goes so much faster like you just like oh yeah i think it's fun but yeah it's it's themed like the i'd heard everyone's like it's like you're in the canyons it's very cool yeah it's very cool so we did that our car won the race congratulations thank you (laughs) we got the paint job we didn't do the tire shop but yes, we won the race, which my dad was excited about. And then at this point, we came out. Ah, this was something we'd figured out. So you were saying in World Now, you get the ride photos. So in World, the ride photos when we were there automatically uploaded to our Genie Plus. They do not in land. You have to go up and write down the code or you lose it. Now, a couple of the photos we have with ride photos, like our space, they just weren't good pictures. And this one we tried to, I was like, wait a second, we actually have to walk up and up, even though we had our magic band and did it, the RFID for some reason does not, it doesn't come over. So you had to write down the code to have it linked to your photo pass. And I accidentally linked some other family's photo. Whoops. Um, whoops. So whoever you were, I have your photo accidentally. So we did not really, because I was used to it just automatically uploading. From right, world. right. But that was fine. We came out, Tomater, the like tow truck thingy. Yeah. The- <laughs> was meeting. That was a the character meetup meet. you could yes, do. Yeah. It was a tow truck meet. And we passed that and kind of went back through Avengers pa- Campus. We saw... Black Panther was out. Iron Man was out. Shang-Chi was out. Like, I mean, it's just, there's just characters everywhere. Yeah. But we had a lightning lane to Toy Story Mania. So we had like looped through Avengers Campus and there's, I mean, there's a, there's a bridge we're coming back through. And they had this big, like, it's like the jammeters, but it's, it's like kitchen themes because it's for, for food and wine. So they were doing the show and so it had like Daisy Duck and Chip and Dale were dancing and Clarabelle was like totally tearing it up. So we stopped and watched that and then made our way to Midway Mania. At this point, we picked up a lightning lane to do Guardians for a third time. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. We did it three times. So this was one where our strategy of not picking up a lightning lane worked so we could do it again. And we picked it up for the evening. We saw Woody was meeting, Bo Peep was meeting. We went and met with Sadness and that had photo passes. We went over to the Golden Zephyr, which is like this carnival spin ride which was nice it was a five minute walk on it like 245 ish 
And then we came back and saw Spider-Man and we saw the Avengers Assemble show that was going on. It's like a stunt show that's on top of one of the buildings. Are your are your people into Marvel? Because that's obviously something you don't get at Disney World because of some bizarre contract that nobody really knows the details. But East Coast, East Coast doesn't get the Marvel stuff in the parks, but West Coast does. So my daughter's, a, she hasn't really engaged a lot with it. Oh, we did meet Captain Marvel before this. And my daughter, she's she likes Doctor Strange. She hasn't seen it, but she, she just thinks it's cool. <laughs> okay. Which was like, okay. Uh, she really wanted to meet Scarlet Witch, which Captain Marvel was like, you wanted to meet me and Scarlet? Okay. <laughs> it's like, she wasn't out, but my husband and I really like okay. Marvel a lot. So we were able to engage with it a lot more. I and mean, she liked it. She thought the stunt show was Just maybe cool. not as familiar with with right. the characters. She was like, oh, that's Black Widow. Oh, that's Captain America. But it hasn't really like, she's seen clips. So she was just, she was along for the ride. And then we, we were enjoying <laughs> this was, it. She this liked, was mom and dad's thing more so. This is more I mom understand. and dad's thing. Though, though she loved Guardians. She was like, just yeah, throw me yeah. up and down and I don't care. And Web Slinger, she enjoyed that. She, it was cute in the pre-show for Web Slingers. You know, Peter Parker's on the screen. He's telling you about how it's going to work. And then he, dis- he gets a call, like Spider-Man. He's help- she like leans over and is like, Mom, that guy, I think he's Spider-Man. <sighs> Because he picked up his phone. And I was like, yeah, but it's a secret. My husband's like, it depends on which movie you're in. It might not be a secret. I don't know. <laughs> that's kind of adorable, though. It was really cute. She's like, I think that's Spider-Man. It's like, shh. Yeah. Shh. Don't tell. Yeah. Don't say anything. <laughs> which was very cute. But so we, we did that. So you could see they, they had shows kind of spread. And they were they were definitely pulling the crowds like a back and forth through Avengers Campus. Because right after that ended, the Spider-Man like flying animatronic which we, we couldn't get over to it. So it's like, it's going to be again in 30 minutes. Like, we'll see it. So at this point, my daughter wanted to do the Goofy Sky School. She was like, it had a crazy line. I was like, we will pick up, we got a lightning lane for it. And it's like that, it turns out that was going to be after our Guardians. So that was going to be how we would end the day. We see Captain America at this point, And then we went to the Tomator standby, which is essentially alien swirling saucers. But yeah, but, uh, junkyard jamboree. But Mater themed, yeah. yes. But Mater themed. So we did that, you know, it's fine. It was a 30 minute standby at that point. And then we finished that and looped around and saw the start, the Spider-Man like flying animatronic show, which is short, very cool. And so at this point we were able to go on to Guardians for the third time. And we get Pat Benatar's Hit Me With Your Best Shot. All right, another song. I'm glad you're getting different songs every time. We got, yes. And this one we liked a lot. We did that. We looped around through Carthay. We saw Goofy as a chef was doing a meet and greet. Mickey Mouse in like a different costume was wandering around. And at this point we decide Raya has a meet and greet spot in the Redwood Challenge Trail. And so this is like on the way back to Goofy Sky School. So we stop and go in there. We were the last family to meet with her and she took a ton of time with us. And so that was cute. That was a lot of fun. It was nice because it was kind of after crazy adrenaline. Yeah. Chill out for a second. (laughs) And we go at this point to lightning to the lightning lane at Goofy Sky School. This is the one that just like terrified me and my husband because it looks like you're going to fall off the tracks at any second. <laughs> it was, no. So we got off of that. At this point, sadly, my husband's getting like a really, he, he'd done something to his back at some point in the day and his head is like starting oh, to kill him. Oh no. Maybe like three guardians right. yeah, maybe, in a row did him in. <laughs> maybe that third run on guardians wasn't the, 
the best thing. Yeah, he was like, ooh, he, he's holding it together. He's fine. He's like, we should get dinner and then just kind of. Yeah, like, you don't oh, want to cool. mess with back issues, too, if he knows it's starting up. He's yeah. like, mm, I've pulled yeah. something. And I was like, okay. So we in, there's a beer garden, like festival kind of area in the back. So we grab, he's not seeing anything he really wants. I'm like, well, I'll grab something somewhere. My daughter, they have macaroni and cheese and like. Always a winner with a seven-year-old. Yeah. You would think it was not good macaroni and cheese. So now we have the start of like, so I was like, "Uh uh-oh. And to to her credit, I took a bite and I was like, So this wasn't a case of a a picky seven-year-old. This was like their mac and cheese was not good. And she is a mac and cheese connoisseur. She was like, no, this isn't good. That's unfortunate. I was like, I ate it and I was like, well, I guess this is my dinner now. Yeah. So yeah, which she ate the absolute. The mom sacrifice that you make. (laughs) So we did that. We grabbed a thing of cotton candy and like headed back to the room. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm cooked. I said, that's fine. So she and I took a shower and he is just kind of passing. He's like, you know what? I'm going to just lay down. And so she and I decide it's eight o'clock. And I was like, we hit our second wind. So she and I left. I was like, you're good. He's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just going to stay here. And so we went out, we grabbed a hot cocoa, we put on coats and we see the line for Soren is only 35 minutes. So I was like, let's do this. And then there is a rooftop you can access in Grand Californian if you have, if you're staying there, that will look down on World of Color. So our plan was to hit Soren and book it over to that rooftop. Okay. Sadly, Soren, they misjudged uh, the lines. Oh, I don't know what happened. It was longer than 35? Much oh, longer. Oh, no. Yeah. The nice thing was we like befriended another family in front of us that had a little girl who's like, they had a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old. And so the three of them are like, having the time of their life. And I warned my daughter, I was like, we're going to miss part of World of Color. Like, we can jump the line, like, we can leave it. She's like, no, no, it's fine. And so they play, we do Soren again, which is great, but we hop off and World of Color is going. And I was like, if we go back to the rooftop, we will miss it. If we just move with a purpose right now, we won't have a good view, but we'll see. And we saw the last three songs, not a good view. And she is now really tired. It's like 9.20 and she's like, we shouldn't have done oh. Soren. I know. I was like, there is a video of it with a better view. I will show it to you. Plus, we can see the fireworks from our room. So just come with me. And she's like, really? And I'm like, no, just trust me. Trust me on this. So I was like, you got to be really quiet. I'm pretty sure dad's asleep. And he was. <laughs> so we tiptoed through the room onto our balcony and we got onto the seats like five minutes before the fireworks started. Okay. So it worked out. Not so what it worked you out. planned, we were co- but... We recovered the evening, but yeah, no, I was, I was like, oh, Soren, <laughs> I love Soren, but so we got a little bit of, of world, you could still see it. That was fine. Um, got all the fireworks and then we went to bed uh, for the night. Because and that was that. We that was your Disneyland that was that. trip. Okay. So I guess same, same question here. Did you feel like you accomplished everything? Cause it sounds like crowds were higher this day because the weather was better. Did you accomplish yeah. everything you had hoped to since you had only had one day at this park? Yeah. Should have done the world of color differently. So obviously messed that up doing Soren twice. The other one we we, we were talking about, it, and actually though probably is what did his back end, was Incredicoaster. He was like, actually, I really like that. So we should have done our strategy and standby and did that. Other than that, no, I mean, we hit almost, I mean, we didn't do Jesse's Critter Carousel Mickey's Fill Her Magic, which we've done before. We didn't do that or like Turtle Talk with Crush. We've done it right. before. We hit everything. And like we did Guardians three times. 
which is, it's like, it's probably now one of our, like our favorite Disney rides. It is, it's good. It's really And I'm assuming good. it, it sounds like it's not even a question this day that Genie Plus was, was worth it. Genie Plus was yeah. worth it. There are fewer rides, so you definitely needed it. We did not pick up as many lightning lanes, I feel like, as we did with Disneyland, but we didn't need to, but it helps I mean, we kicked out an hour long. It was an hour plus wait for Soren. And the Soren Lightning Lane, I feel bad because the standby is just standing there just watching Lightning Lane. That ride, even when you have a Lightning Lane, often you're just standing there. Like, I I get it. It's how they have to, like, load it in the pre-show. And and I I get it. But you do. There's a lot of standing around with (laughs) Soren. There's a lot of, which luckily the cue music's lovely, but it's just, (laughs) but Guardians, I mean, for our third Guardians ride, we we shaved off more than an yeah. hour. So yeah, I think it definitely was worth it to have it. Um, okay, and so then the next day, you guys are just getting up and heading back home. Yeah, we had breakfast, but that was it. We just there is a quick service in our hotel. The Craftsman has like the the where we ate that first night. They have like a little quick servicey area. So we just grabbed like I think my daughter had like an Easter Mickey donut. And I grabbed a like a cinnamon roll and like a we had a muffin. That How are you guys thing. getting um, home? So we so when we we obviously flew into San Diego. So our flight out was going to be from the L.A. area, which that was something that was interesting. There are multiple airports around. Disney there are there are several. Use. Yeah, there are a bunch. LAX being the biggest, LAX. but but yeah, there are multiple options. Yeah, so we hunted around. We knew we wanted to fly direct. I mean, LA to Chicago is four hours, so we were going to do that. We managed to get a direct flight that wasn't really crazy expensive out of Orange County, out of John Wayne Airport. Okay. Which is only a 17-minute Uber or Lyft from Disneyland, and it's a small regional airport. So we're used to, like, O'Hare madness, and they're well in advance. That's great. Yeah, so it was that was, you know, I was used to, you know, flying out of the MCO, it's a disaster, <laughs> even if you have TSA pre-check and you're not going to. No, yeah, yeah. no, we walked. It was nothing. Yeah. All right. So it's a successful trip. Is It really sounds yes. like you you guys did great. How would you compare this to Disney World? If you if I was like you get a free trip to one of the Disney parks tomorrow, which park are you going to? Which did you feel like you you got more value, you know, more stuff for your kids? You know what? Which is which is the preferred park now that you've done both recently? We were talking about, so we loved it. We really did. But what I will say is because it's a locals park and you are in everything so tight, it is much smaller. It's so tight. You don't, for, to us, it didn't really feel like you had vacation. So in world, what's nice, like I felt like you would be able to come back and there were areas that were quieter, that were more serene. Like we didn't have, we had a pool view room at pop, but it was of the computer pool. Things are chill. You know, it's much quieter. Like you could go to like take the Skyliner to the Riviera and have a quick service and then like play chess in their giant. So you had that like more resorty downtime, walk the boardwalk, whatever. Here, because everything is so tight, you were like constantly in the mix, which is fine. And it's fun. And like, I suppose there are places in the world you can do that too. They're always in it. But like, because we're above, we were above downtown Disney. The music starts at 630 in the morning. It's not very loud. Like your doors are shut. Like it wasn't, but it's like that din is constantly in the background. And I feel like you could, you could tell a little bit that the way people were interacting with the parks was different because they're local. Yes. Like this is their park. This is how they're going to, 
I lived, I used to live in San Diego and I didn't live yeah. close enough to be like a quote unquote, like local, but I knew people who lived, like I dated somebody at the time who I would go to his place and we would watch the fireworks from his place. I mean, it's, you're like right there. You can see everything right there. When you leave the park, there are condos and apartments and houses right there. Right there. Um, and one of the biggest complaints I've heard, I'm curious your thoughts on this with Grand Californian is because everything is so tight and it's a locals park and people, I know people to this day who are like my age in their forties who are like, yeah, I work nine to five. And then at, you know, five 30, I go to Disneyland. I hit Starbucks. I go on two rides and then I go home. I mean, it's just a very yeah. different thing, but Napa Rose is my yeah, favorite restaurant yes. kind of thing. Like, One of the biggest yeah. complaints I've heard about Grand Californian is that locals come and just hang out in the lobby that there it's just always, always, always people just hanging out there and there's never any downtime. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you did experience that. <laughs> we did. Yeah. It The lucky thing, because we got moved to the deluxe room, we were so far from the lobby. Like we were all the way at the far end that looks at Disneyland. So that was actually kind of a blessing that we got moved that far down. Cause that was the one time you got kind of removed from it. But like the last one we were leaving, it was, they were switching over the lobby decorations and setting up for spring. So we're moving this giant tree that my husband said he heard security being like that tree cost like $60,000 and the floral arrangements were changing, but they also had all the Disney characters set up in like made out of cake and they had hidden Mickey's on it. So my daughter and I, while we're waiting for the lift, she and I walk over and are looking for the hidden Mickey's and there are, there are two Disney adults with a, totally fine. They're being sweet as can be, but like they're, they're locals. They're interacting, just like hanging out in the lobby, do whatever. It's Saturday. You do you. It's just a this lot more awesome. hanging out at Disneyland than there is at Disney it's World. It's a different yeah. feeling. And plus with food and wine, that changed it too. I feel like the dynamic at night, which fine, great. And like, we knew that going in and to expect that, but it, it had a different feeling. We didn't not enjoy it. It's all fine. You know, the Disney magic is still there. It's, all you're that. not in the it's bubble. Just, like if you're looking for the bubble. It's a different yeah. bubble. It's a different bubble. I, see, I don't think, that, I personally don't feel that there is a bubble at Disneyland because when you leave Disneyland, like if you're driving, when you leave, you're immediately like, here's a gas station and a day is it, you know, you don't see that at Disney World. There's a Panera yeah, across it's just, the street. It's a like, very different, you're in Anaheim, which is not the most beautiful city that ever was, you know, so it's just, it's a different, a totally different vibe. Especially I think if we had stayed at a good neighbor versus California, but like even like the, so of the three hotels, the, what's going to turn into Pixar Pier, it's like Paradise Pier now. And that's across the street. Like it does have a private entrance also, but you're crossing a major major street. Like it just, even that felt removed. Like the Disneyland hotel, we did not ever make it over there. They're still having their construction going on because they're finishing off like a new DVC. And we just, just, it was too cold (laughs) or raining. So it was like, we're just not doing this. But even that's a longer ride. You can take the monorail from there. That's the other weird thing is the monorail is really low to the ground, but it's just, yeah, it, it, it had a very different. It feeling. does, yeah. If it plus, it's a more expensive flight for us and a longer. Yeah, no, flight. I'm coming from the same area you are, so I know yeah. that is an expensive flight compared to Orlando. It's, it's so because like for friends, I would you know with I've had some people ask already. They're like, oh, would you? And I was like, if I was in Southern California, absolutely would I tack on days. Sure, it's a Disney park, like it's great. Uh, food, I thought was better. 
which a lot of people have said that. And I was like, mm, interesting. Minus that one yeah. mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They can't, you know, they can't all be winners. Somebody had an off they day. Can't all be so minus mac and cheese. The food was amazing. Minus that one mac and cheese. Mostly it was cold that I was like, what is happening here? Um, but yeah, the food overall was, I thought better than world. But it, yeah, if you're in that area, absolutely, I would do it. But, you know, if it's you want a change up, we were a little worried that it was like, oh, it's just we kind of just did this. Like, it's a lot of the same. It's not. Even the rides you've been on are slightly different. So I didn't feel like we just repeated the Magic Kingdom. So that was nice. Also, it's a little weird that you have like Galaxy's Edge in It is a Magic different field, Kingdom isn't it? Versus- yeah, it's yes. <laughs> it's different. They're, like you're coming from Frontierland. So that was different. And DCA is totally different. So that is nice. So you get like the whole different feel of Avengers. But I think as a family, like we love the Animal Kingdom. So it's like you don't get Animal Kingdom here. But yeah, that was. But then again, Disneyland, the park the crowd and the way people interact with the park you're right people come just in the evenings so the way that the line started jumping were later in the evening which were rope droppers so it's not as big of an issue for us uh we go hard if early. you're talking to somebody who's a disney world person and they are planning a trip to disneyland what's your one like big takeaway for planning preparing for disneyland if you're a disney world person i would say to st- the line strategy is different to just watch that because once you realize that and you can kind of especially if you're doing genie that you can let go of like oh my gosh it's seven i have to be no. once you realize you don't have to have that level of panic about can i grab a lightning lane or you know where the ones that you need to get are like really i, I told you i got rise in the afternoon for 450 like it just they don't sell out once you know, I mean, Indiana Jones did sell out and I was the only one that did it. Once you kind of saw that and you realize like, oh, I don't need to panic about this. We're going to get them. You're great because you can you can get so much done. Like you can really pack in some park. Yeah, so much less stressful. That's like the hardest thing yes. for me because I'm like I it almost like that almost gives me anxiety because I'm like, am I missing something? Am I not? Right. Yeah. Like you get this. When you're used to Disney World, you get like this almost panic. Like, am I going to miss out on this ride because I'm not, you know, being a psycho on my phone at five in the morning? Yep. No, no, it turns out it's okay. You don't have to be that crazy person. Yeah, you don't. And so that was huge. That actually, which is so funny because I'm saying that world feels more like a vacation, but in a way, (laughs) the way you have to interact, well, you don't have to, but the way that a lot of people choose to interact with like the world park there is a level of anxiety that I felt wasn't present in Disneyland. Once you can learn and trust your gut on that and see like, no, this is actually how this park functions. Yes. I would say that. I would say my daughter calls it like I'm spying on Disney. Like you, you just kind of watch the lines. <laughs> Cause you're checking bit. the like apps ahead of time to see oh, yeah. the wait oh, times. Yeah. And, I'm checking yeah. the tip boards, like what's going yeah. on. But yes. So once you, once you, once that I'd say get that because it lets you interact with the park differently. Was there anything else on your trip that we missed before I, I don't end us here? So. I think that was everything. Right. This. I mean, there's a billion. Yeah, characters. so many characters. <laughs> this was this was really great. I'm glad that you came to me with us for Disneyland <laughs> because you're right. There's not enough information out there for like trip reports or just hearing somebody's day to day experience at these parks. Right. Because it's because it's people who yeah, live there. It's a lot more locals. So this is 
really helpful. Right, I wouldn't write a trip report about going to Six Flags. <laughs> yeah, I live right here and right, I don't. And yeah, I'm like right next door to a exactly. Six Flags, and I'm not. Right, I'm not doing I'm not, that. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to do minute by minute of what it, no, right? Because people are interacting with it. So you just don't have it. So no, I'm glad because I, luckily my neighbors had done it. I have to now convince them like, guys, you need to do world with us. Come and do world. Uh, it's a different, it's a different world, but yeah, it's no, I'm glad. So hopefully this I think somebody. it will. I think it will. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Another big thank you to Whitney for sharing her trip with me. Disneyland, definitely a very different park than Disney world, but it sounds like she had an amazing time with her family. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, there is a link in the show notes so you can head there. Leave me a voicemail message um, if it sounds like a good fit and if the dates align with my schedule, I'm happy to reach out to get you scheduled to share your trip with me. Otherwise, uh, let's see the day this episode drops, I will be finishing up my trip at the parks. So if you're not following along already, you can find that on uh, Instagram and Facebook. I'll be posting as I go, or I suppose at this point I've posted as I've gone. So be sure to follow along there. Otherwise, next week you can look for my own trip update. I'm going to be talking Tron. I'm going to be talking Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. I'm going to be talking the new uh, Roundup Rodeo restaurant in Hollywood Studios. So a lot of fun stuff coming up next week. So until next time, I'll see you in the parks.